Hey there, it's Wednesday and it's podcast day. Thanks so much for joining us. It's Coach C here, otherwise known as Christy Nielsen with Contrast Coaching and Consulting. And today we're going to talk about sales, growth, and scalability. So we have talked to you each week in our new podcast series, in this six-session podcast series, about your business, about your leadership, about how you grow, how you create a vision, how you get a roadmap towards fulfilling on that vision. And today is going to be some practical advice on helping you improve your sales, increase your growth, and scale your company. So we're going to tackle each category independently. But I want you to consider that the future of your company depends on one thing, sales. Everything you do is around increasing the revenue for your organization so that you can grow and scale your business. If you make sure you have a mindset that already is about growing and, sit and, and, and selling and a revenue model in your mind about how you're going to improve your sales, then you have already won half the battle. Part of the problem, though, is I say the word sales, and your mind does what? That's right. You have a background conversation just about the word sales. How many of you have ever had a bad experience with a salesperson? I know, you're all going, uh-huh, me, I have. If I could ask you to raise your hand, and unfortunately it's a podcast, all your hands would be up if you're watching this. So we already have a preconceived notion or idea of what sales is and what salespeople are. And we also know we don't want to be that. So whatever your ideas, and some of you have actually already created a positive, really extraordinary way of viewing this. I am not talking about that conversation. I'm talking about the conversation that stops you cold when I say it's your job to constitute yourself as the best salesperson in the world. That's the conversation that stops you. Because when I say that, most of you are like, that's not me, Christine. I'm an introvert. I don't know how to do that. I'm not an extrovert. So there's also the personality types. One, we label ourselves and we made a decision. I'm an introvert or an extrovert. Therefore, I'm either good or bad at sales. Well, guess what? You don't have to be either one of those things to be great at sales. You can be both. Some of the best introverts I know are phenomenal salespeople. Some of the best, some of the extroverts I know are terrible salespeople because they don't listen. Sales is also about listening to your clients' needs and what it is that you have on offer that's going to make a difference for them. Do you even know how to tell people what you have on offer? Do you have a unique selling proposition? You know, when people ask me what I do, I say I'm an executive coach. I help companies grow and expand their business. We help businesses worldwide produce breakthrough results. And they look at me, and because I say it with such confidence, and that's who I am, they're interested in having the conversation with me. Now, I'm the person who can sell anywhere. I can sell on airplanes. I can sell in an elevator. I will sell you something that you need or want. I won't sell you anything you don't need and you don't want. Why? I am that confident that the products, services, and offerings that we offer at Contrast Coaching and Consulting make a difference for people. 
That is one of the joys for me of getting up in the morning and knowing that I make a difference and knowing that our products, services, and offerings make an impact and a difference for the people that we work with. So do you have that about your own company? And if you don't, let's work on your USP. So write this down. If you're listening to this podcast, I hope you're not driving your car. And you know, you got to get there. What is it about you that is different and unique and that the world needs? You know, 90% of the brands, 85 to 90% of the brands could disappear tomorrow and the world won't care. So you want to create your company as a purpose-driven brand and your organization as a purpose-driven brand. And that includes your sales pitch, your unique selling proposition needs to have a purpose and it needs to resonate with the people that you're selling something to. So first off, sales targets are not the same as sales actions. So if you created a plan, a business plan, and I hope you did because we asked you to do your 90, 30, 90, 60, 30. So in there, in that plan and in your roadmap, you've already decided how much sales revenue you want for your company. Guess what? That's not enough. Not that it's not enough sales revenue, but sales revenue targets and targets without actions means nothing. So if you're not in action every day creating something new for your sales, you're not going to get where you want and that vision that you created will get further and further away from you. So as you can see in this conversation, there's three prongs to this this about sales. Number one, what's your mindset? Whatever your mindset is, you want to invent a new way of thinking, being, and acting around sales. Whatever, if you're an introvert, an extrovert, I don't care. Whatever you have around sales, I want you to let go and not be informed by the past. And I want you to be someone that if you don't offer what you have to the world, you're ripping them off. You're withholding something of value from another person by not offering your products and services. And that's who you get to be about sales. It's very simple. I have something that I know is going to make a difference in your business and in your lives. And I want to offer that to you. And you too can be the exact same way in your sales, whatever your products, services, or offerings are. The third thing about it is having sales revenue targets you need, but you also need action targets. So You get what you measure. And if you're measuring only dollars, then every week when you come to sit down and and evaluate your weekly plan and your weekly goals, you're going to be getting and accomplishing what you measure. But I'd like you to consider that that's not enough. You need to be measuring the actions you're taking around achieving those revenues. So 80% of your business comes from 20% of your customers. But that means you need to have enough relationship capital and enough customers that you can reliably produce a large number of your revenue from. It only takes one relationship to make a difference for you. And I promise you, when you have that going on, you will, when you have that relationship, you will be able to generate a lot more sales, but you still need to have a lot of relationships, a lot of sales activities. You need to have a plan every week for what you're going to accomplish for your sales and start with your year out. What are your numbers that you need to accomplish so that you know exactly what that will look like? So 
uh, break it down into your weekly goals, your sorry, your monthly goals, your weekly goals, and your daily goals. And then what sales actions? Is it cold calls? Is it current clients, follow-up customers, customers that have already purchased and are ready to purchase again? What relationships? Do you have a referral plan? The other thing about, so that's on sales. So actions derive, actions drive the results. Yes, I think you knew that already. So you want to create the revenue targets and the actions that you're going to take and how you're going to measure that. I don't care. And make sure you're measuring the right things. So if you're just measuring dollars, it will demotivate your people. People will be like, well, we didn't keep not hitting our targets. We don't know our revenue. But if you measure how many calls did you make, how many meetings did you have, who else do you want to talk to, who can we partner with that will generate more revenue for us. Also look at, don't just look at traditional streams. Think outside of the box. What other streams of revenue can you bring into your company that will also impact your overall future. Now we're moving into growth. So looking at the different revenue streams for your company actually starts to have you be informed about how are you going to grow? How are you going to grow this company? And revenue streams, I want you to take a look at, okay, so what's my vision for my company? And how many different revenue streams do I have to accomplish the sales revenues that I want to have for my company. Revenue streams, you can start with direct sales, B2B sales, it can be partnership sales, so sales that you obtain through joint venture, referral plans, it can be different product offerings. The other thing that I often talk to companies that I work with and clients that I work with is, you know, not just looking at your direct sales, but let's take a look at the, you know, the different channels that you could drive revenue from. So, you know, are you also looking at expanding your company and growing your business? Do you want to work on the transportation elements? Do you want to have a partner that will help you move your product from point A to point B? If you're in the services industry, like a coaching or consulting services industry, what other services can you provide as a consultant? So in our business, we actually have pretty much businesses in a box. And we offer various coaching and consulting products based on different needs that our clients have that are not necessarily our primary um, revenue generating stream. So some of our clients that are mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs, they also need human resource coaching or human resource consulting. You heard us a few weeks ago, we had Jose online here and we interviewed her and she talked about the importance of understanding how to have how to hire the right people, how, when to fire, what contracts you need. So some of our clients are looking for those kinds of services. So we hire Jose to help our clients with those services. Other areas of revenue generating that, you know, are our webinar series. So now you can actually get our webinar series and our first webinar starts on July 23rd. That's a new product that we brought in because we have a lot, a lot of clients that want to work with us that are not in the same city. There, we have an international group of clients that actually want to get coaching from us. So we've developed our six-week coaching boot camp to help them take their business to the next level. 
and we'll be coaching people once a week on Monday starting July 23rd. If you're interested, go to the Contrast Coaching and Consulting Facebook page or to our Contrast website and you will find our webinar series posted up there and how you can register for that. Another idea for some of you would be to look at the different distribution channels. You know, who can you partner with in, in distribution? So do you want to run the transportation? Um, do you need a platform? Do you need an app? Do you need certain things developed to automate some of your systems? So now we're getting into scalability and growing your business. Remember, a lot of the things that we want you to do and that we want you to look on, look at are how do you also grow and scale your business? How do you automate some of your practices? So look at your marketing functions and what can you automate in your marketing? You know, what systems can you put in place where you can actually automate a lot of the marketing so that you're spending more time doing actual sales and less time trying to drive marketing? Especially if you're a smaller business, you need to make sure that you have processes in place so that you can grow and scale your business with a few amount, a few people while you're driving those revenue streams and while you're waiting for that revenue to come in from sales. You also want to look at as you want to discuss growth and scaling your business, what revenue do you need to really, truly make that happen? And that means not only knowing your sales numbers and your revenue model, but also knowing what capital investments do you need to grow and scale your business? And when do you need them by? So everybody thinks, oh, I need money. And most companies are underfunded. There's so many companies in the in you know, startup companies that really capital is king and not knowing the numbers and the results of what they really need tends to break companies pretty early on. We have talked about this, you know, startup businesses within the first three years, 87% of them go out of business and 20, 20% in the next two years after that. So the fail rate is very high. But if you actually know your numbers and you know what capital you're going to need, you can start to have the conversation with people who know how to raise capital for your company and how to help you get investment if that's what you need. If you don't need investment and you can bootstrap your company, even better. A bootstrap company means that you'll own the, own the whole thing. If you bring in venture capital partnerships, that means you may be letting go of some of your company, but you'll actually have a smaller piece of a much bigger pie. So there's a win-win in either situation. One, you can choose to bootstrap the company, but you've got to really have a focused intention on your sales generation and your revenue targets and your actions that will drive sales. The other piece would be really... Uh, bringing on venture capitalist partners or bringing on other partners that will help you grow. That brings us to the partnership conversation. So scalability is also about how willing are you to grow your business globally, to bring on partners that will help you expand some of your product offerings and also some of those things that you're doing. So early in your business, you want to decide, am I going it alone? Am I bootstrapping it? Or am I willing and open to bring partners on that allow me to expand my company into new realms? You know, for my, at contrast, we have a consulting company and we have a coaching company. There are two companies and we keep them separate for a reason. And if you're a coaching client, we have you as our coaching client. But on the consulting arm of our business, we have access to world-renowned consultants all over the world that we can bring into projects 
because we know what they're capable of and we know what kinds of work that they've done. You know, when you've been doing this kind of work for over 24 years and you've been doing it across industries, you develop a bit of a reputation as, you know, a good reputation, hopefully. Some of you, if you're listening and I, I didn't leave you with a warm and fuzzy, shoot me a private note so we can get that complete. But, you know, you're, you want to leave people always remembering, always you know, remembering who you are or what impact that you made that that you made on their lives and their business. In the words of um, Angelou Mayu, um, Mayu, uh, I pronounced her name badly, but I think you've all heard this quote: "People won't remember your actions and what you did, or your words, but they will remember how you made them feel." And so, in your business. If you really want to have a purpose-driven organization that is around for a while, that has that scalability factor, that has that growth factor, you really want to figure out how you're leaving your customers. It doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. What do your clients feel after having an interaction with someone in your company? That will make such a difference. You want to have that be a part of your unique selling proposition. And if you don't have a unique selling proposition, we highly recommend daily practicing that. What's your elevator pitch? You can't become someone who is sales driven if you can't talk to anybody anywhere, anytime about what you do. Some of you may have heard the story of my airplane clothes. So I remember uh, when I first reinvented contrast coaching and consulting, I really didn't know the value of the company and I didn't know the value of the services and product offerings we had because we were in reinvention and I had come out of, I'd been growing the company organically and I had just hired a new coach. And after spending a weekend uh, working for three days, working with that new coach, I had a renewed vision for the company. I had reinvented who I was. I had a new level of self-confidence that was just something that I hadn't had in quite some time, several years actually. And so all that background conversation disappeared. All that noise that was going on in my head just kind of left. And I was reinvented and renewed and returned back to what it is that I do. And I'm sitting on an airplane and I'm getting ready to fly home from my coach's house. And I, the woman sitting next to me, she had gotten her iPad out and I thought, oh, that's great. I'm going to get some work done and she's going to watch a movie or whatever she's doing. She had her earphones in and we exchanged pleasantries. And I said, oh, are you here on business or pleasure? And she said, oh, actually, this is kind of a combination. And I, we talked about what she does and then we talked about what I do. And the minute I said who I am and what I do. There was some way of being in my introduction to her. And I said, you know, I'm an executive coach. I help companies really build and grow their businesses, but mostly I just remove the obstacles to success. And I really think that is my job in life, is just to remove what is not the authentic self-expression of the business person that's sitting in front of me, to remove the barriers to the, in their mind, that are limiting and capping what they see as possible in their company. That's my job. I love my job. And when I just told her that, you know, she took her headset off and she closed her iPad and she said, can we talk about that? And that was, if you, if you've heard this story before, but that was really the air, that's my airplane clothes. Because then I just intently listened to 
this woman's business and what she needed. And at the end of the end, end of the airplane ride, she said, how much would it cost to have you come and coach me? And that was my very first deal closed on an airplane went right after reinventing contrast coaching and consulting. Now I have gotten other airplane deals. Uh, you know, I used to travel a lot for consulting practices. My, my youngest son made a joke, sorry, my eldest son now, he's the eldest now, he used to say mommy takes the airplane to work and daddy takes the subway. And so I'm, I'm very used to striking up a conversation that makes a difference on an airplane, especially if you're trapped beside someone for four hours. You know, what impact are you going to have? You could put your headset on and watch a movie or you could forward the forward a business conversation. So from time to time, I actually did uh, make uh, make some deals on airplanes. And I have also since reinventing myself made more practice and more deals on airplanes because I'm not afraid to tell people what I do, to tell them my unique selling proposition, and to sell them. And we started this conversation with what is your sales mindset? I want you to consider that that is the only thing that could possibly hold you back is your sales mindset and your growth mindset and your scalability mindset. Take a look in the mirror does your mindset match your vision? Because if it doesn't, you got to change that. And you want to start today by changing that mindset and really figuring out what is the conversation that is in my head that's the lid? What are my invisible barriers? Because they promise you they all come from decisions that you've made from your past, how people told you you were successful or not successful, if you're good enough, if you're not good enough, if you had a bad sales experience or someone accused you of being too slimy, too salesy. All of those things got stuck in your brain, and that's what stops you from having a breakthrough in your sales, growth, and scalability of your company. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, if you take one thing out of this and you really examine what is my conversation around sales, you will have a breakthrough tomorrow. Because if you just change that mindset, and if you if if what it is is to go bigger than you already are. If you think you're great at sales, how do you get better? How do you become a better sales listener? How do you become a, a better sales generated organization? If you do one thing, but examine your mindset around your sales, your growth, and your scalability in your company, then you will have a breakthrough. I promise you. I'm really looking forward to uh, coming back next week with our podcast. And to talk to you about uh, next week is actually really special. It's our last session in the first series of podcasts that we did. Please send us feedback. Send us feedback to the Contrast website or send us feedback on the Contrast uh, Facebook page or send me a Facebook message. Become my friend on Facebook at Christine Nielsen and let us know how this, how this podcast is impacting you. I love to hear from you. Please feel free to send me an email as well. There's so many ways you can reach out and get in touch with us. 